We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good morning, fellas. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. Big fan of the show. It's Jeremy White and Joe DiBiase. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. Hello there. Hey, guys. Love the show. Big fans. Over probably 20 years. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Call or text WGR at 8030550 or post on X at WGR550 and get connected to Jeremy and Joe now. Hey, good morning. Blue skies. What are you laughing at? Just, I don't know. What happened? The the exact question they were asking. There it is. An ESPN get up? All right. It is, <laughs> it is kind of funny. We have the TV on in here. Joe Marino of uh, the Locked On Bills podcast, Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. Joe, the question on the screen that, that made Joe laugh is, would third Super Bowl win make Patrick Holmes immortal? And... <laughs> I think the answer is a no, <laughs> right? Just like what? He, <laughs> Im, you know, whatever. Metaphorically yeah. immortal, sure. Anyway, good morning, Joe. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm doing well. And, yeah, I mean, we've seen quarterbacks win three Super Bowls. So uh, he's, <laughs> he's certainly off to a heck of a of a pace. But, you know, let's let it play out here before we, yeah. uh, you know, anoint him as a god. Yeah. Joe, we asked earlier in the week, might have been yesterday even, just kind of getting ready for this Super Bowl, whether it's, you know, Chiefs fatigue, Bills what might have been, whatever that is, just like the, the emotions about it. Do you, do you have any of that lingering for this game, or, or are you just kind of, whatever, it, it's a great matchup, it's the last game of the year, you know, let's go. Yeah, I think I always appreciate the Super Bowl for what it is, right? I mean, it's, um, it's the pinnacle of football, and I love football, and so I, I certainly look at it through that lens, but there's definitely a part of me that feels like, two of the last three years, the Bills let the Chiefs off the hook and had some real chances to beat them in the playoffs. And you, you just kind of wonder the what-if game um, if you're able to close out a couple of football games. But, you know, they're they're, they're earning it, right? They're going out there and, and winning games and winning in the postseason and making it happen. And so until someone can knock them off the mountain, it's about the Chiefs. Do you think the Niners will? No, I don't. Um and if I'm not mistaken, they're the favorites in this game, which I think, I mean, how many times are we going to do this? I mean, what, what, what are we doing here? Uh, you're getting Mahomes and money. I think that's where I'd put my money. Um, but, no, I, I just I think the 49ers have some things that are intriguing for them in terms of uh, their ability to run the football and how they can get running backs and tight ends going. I think that's what you have to do against Kansas City. 
But I don't know. I've, I've watched this 49ers defense throughout the postseason, and I, I just am not impressed. I think the teams are running the ball on them. Uh, they're getting chunks in the passing game. You know, I think that they've had some situational moments go their way. Uh, that allows them to be here, and I think that the Chiefs are just a uh, just much more of a team that I trust to go do it. Uh, I think Kyle Shanahan still has so much to prove in these big games. Um, you know, has really been a big reason why they failed uh, and, and almost failed again a couple of times here. If you look at both the Green Bay win and the Detroit win, I think he, he got lucky to an extent. So, I don't know. I, I, I feel pretty strong about the Chiefs coming out of this thing with a win. Yeah, it was the the NFC Championship game, Joe, was a little weird for a Shanahan offense where typically I feel like you see so much that's working in scheme and structure, and I don't want to make it all about a couple of plays, but how often do you see Brock Purdy like needing to scramble to, to kind of make that offense go? And I think we are all in agreement that like they probably should, they should have lost the Green Bay game before that. Yeah, there's no doubt. And, and, I mean, you're exactly right, Joe. I mean, Brock Purdy scrambling – was a big part of how they were able to win that game. I just there's just not a lot that translates to me watching them for the last two weeks um, and forecasting that against Kansas City and uh, Spagnolo and and he's really good in terms of um, the kind of maintaining quarterbacks in the pocket. And I don't really feel like Purdy's going to be that level of a scrambler. But I don't know. Here's the deal with Purdy. I, I just keep writing them off. Um, and, and at some point I'm going to have to wake up and learn my lesson there, but he's tough for me because I think that he's elevated so much by the scheme and the players around him, but the dude makes some plays too. And it's not pretty a lot of times, but it yeah. keeps working. And so, uh, I guess at some point I either got to learn my lesson or, you know, maybe Brock Purdy is going to finally regress into the scouting report. I wrote a few years ago on him. Can you see the winner of this game kind of determining the theme of the offseason, you hear copycat league all the time. I know it's Mahomes, but like if the Chiefs win, Joe, and it's like another game like we saw in Baltimore where it's low scoring and Spagnuolo's defense looks really good, Like, do you think that's going to give more credit to the idea that defense kind of caught up to offense this year? Well, I, I don't think the outcome of the game will decide that. I think that structurally – offenses are playing differently and defensively you have to have some different pitches in your bag to be able to to play with them I think you're seeing a big uptick in heavy personnel on offense and you've seen you know this spread fascination that lasted a few years with 11 and and, and 10 personnel and empty sets you know that's that's uh, something that I think defenses have caught up to with you know, going into nickel packages, playing too high safeties, and offenses did the counterpunch that we kind of anticipated and said, okay, well, here's heavy personnel. Here's two tight ends. Here's two backs. Here's three tight ends. And we're going to make you defend our big people with your little people. And uh, I think you've seen that happen with so many of the best offenses in the NFL right now, and, and including both of the teams that are in the Super Bowl. And so I think defensively, you better be able to to have some different answers and play defense a little bit differently to go against condensed formations and heavy personnel because I think that is where where the league is really trending. Joe Marino, Locked On Bills podcast, Locked On NFL Scouting podcast as well. To that, Joe, we didn't talk last week. You know, as we get into the offseason, we'll take a little time off before we go fully into the draft with you. I want to get your thoughts on, on what the Bills did with Bobby Babbage. I mean, we know they have got roster decisions to make, and we want them to get younger, and they're going to turn over their defense. But Bobby Babbage getting elevated to defensive coordinator, we don't know if he's going to call plays. And one of my questions about whether he will or not is, should we want him to? I mean, McDermott has a decision to make, and 
how do Bills fans feel about McDermott's first year as the play caller? How should they feel? And what would they be getting in Babbage? How could we know that going in? I think it's hard to know exactly what Bobby Babbage is going to be, but I've certainly tried to listen to every available word that's been out there that he said and, and really be mindful of what I think it's going to look like. And certainly, you know, his biggest influence in his coaching career is Sean McDermott. They spent a lot of time together. So you'd have to think structurally there's a lot of things that are going to carry over with, with Bobby Babbage as a Sean McDermott disciple. Um, but he, I think he should call plays. I, I think that's the role of a coordinator. And, and I think you can still have a big impact as a coordinator if you don't call plays because you're responsible for developing the game plan, leading the staff, leading the entire unit. Uh, you know, you put together the play sheet. You just don't pick which calls, which call is picked at that particular moment. But I think, I think he should. I think if you're willing to give him the title, um, have him call the plays, right? Or, or else, why did you do it? Um, I think that um, unless there's something very deficient about him calling plays, he should do it. And if there is something deficient, you should probably have been aware of that before you elevated him to defensive coordinator. And obviously Bobby was in demand, right? I mean, interviews with the Dolphins, the Giants, the Packers, and the common denominator there for those three teams is that those are offensive-minded head coaches. And I thought to myself, surely the Bills would love to to promote Bobby Babbage, but is the best thing for Bobby Babbage's career as somebody who I believe has head coaching aspirations – is it to get out from underneath Sean McDermott and go, you know, be the coordinator for one of those other three te- teams where there's going to be absolutely no question as to who gets credit for the success of the defense with, you know, him being under an offensive-minded head coach. So I was a little surprised that he didn't take that. But I think it does speak to maybe what he does see in Buffalo in terms of that full opportunity to run this defense because, let's face it, he, he probably did have options. And so he chose to stay in Buffalo despite what could be some turnover personnel-wise on that side of the football. Uh, and I don't know if it's just loyalty, because at some point you got to make the best decision for yourself. And so I'm curious, like all of us, to see how this plays out. But you've heard McDermott even talk about in the past that you know he likes to empower his coaches. And so um, we'll see We'll see if the, if things continue on that path with, with Babbage. Any concern about giving it a, a, a relatively new play caller? I mean, with, when Ken Dorsey got the job as O.C., there was a little bit of concern that you know a, a first-time play caller had never led a team to a Super Bowl championship, and Dorsey was a little on the job training with Babbage. Would there be concerns there, or is it just you know that's that's eventually the way that it's got to go? I think you feel better about that because Sean McDermott does exist, and you know Al Holcomb, who's been a coordinator on this staff, and John Butler, who's really highly respected, is part of this mix. But I've enjoyed seeing the youth movement with the Bills coaching staff. Um, you kind of go back to where McDermott was in 2017 and, you know, really just older coaches, whether it was, uh, you think of the coordinators, Leslie Frazier and, and uh, Rick Dennison, but even some of the assistants like Juan Castillo and, and Terry Ravisky, just like older, you know, voices in the NFL. And, and as McDermott has obviously had success and, you know, been able to develop a staff, you've seen him be willing to give younger coaches opportunities. Uh, think about Chad Hall. I mean, you want to talk about a guy with basically no resume <laughs> getting a chance to be a receivers coach, and that obviously worked out quite well. Um, but you're seeing even right now with the two coordinators, Joe Brady and Bobby Babich, uh, you know, what, Babich is 40 and uh, Brady is 34, something like that. I mean, like one of the youngest pair of, of coordinators in the league, Marcus West now being the defensive line coach. So I think it's good to see this in terms of just allowing young play people do things, right? I think we 
often look at coaching in the NFL and there's there's so much commentary about nepotism and just you know nobody's getting experience and then well you put a guy in a role and then he doesn't have experience and like you can't have it both ways and so I, I like that Sean's been willing to give people chances and they're not just people that are just random right like these are guys that have been on the staff they they've had a time to observe and really get familiar with who these people are and through that they're giving them this opportunity and i i actually kind of appreciate that joe marino locked on bills podcast locked on nfl scouting as we shift to the scouting element of it joe the senior bowl and we watch a lot of the practices practices probably brought about more highlights than the games right like the game you're you're getting a couple of touchdowns, maybe practices. You see a lot of one-on-one stuff. Anybody jump out that you, uh, you whatever, were impressed to see what they did? Um, any position, anywhere, really, because, you know, for these Bills, we're talking, obviously, a lot of receivers. But I, I am willing to, of course, do my job here. <laughs> there are going to be a lot of other spots, too. Safety, defensive line, um, even offensive line, maybe. I've seen some mock drafts where the Bills go offensive line because the class is so good that they're going to want some pieces there. So um, who would you come out of this this weekend at the Senior Bowl paying more a little more attention to maybe? Yeah, I feel really good about some of the wide receivers that were there. And, and you look at a guy like Roman Wilson from Michigan, um, you know, route runner, hands, competitive ball skills, really production relative to Michigan. Like you have to remember that team just ran the ball all the time. You know, so you're not going to look at this these eye-popping numbers, but – what he was able to do per target and that skill set is really, really attractive to me. And, and that's that's certainly a name that that I come away from the Senior Bowl really excited about. You, you mentioned the offensive line, Jackson Powers Johnson, the center from Oregon. I think that he's a guy that has probably put himself into that top 25 conversation. I think there's so many landing spots for him, whether that's Seattle, look at Miami, Pittsburgh in that range. Uh, it's just a lot of death. Dallas makes a lot of sense. I think he's a guy that really elevated himself as a first-round talent. I think Darius Robinson, the edge rusher from Missouri, he's a player that I've been watching for like three years. And the previous two seasons prior to this one, you, you recognize the tools, but you just wanted more. I think he kind of put it together this year, and now he's in that conversation for like the end of the first round as a guy that certainly helped himself by going um, to the Senior Bowl. So I think you've seen that Quinion Mitchell, the corner from – Toledo is a guy that I think has firmly put himself in that first round conversation. So a lot of guys help themselves uh, in mobile per usual. And, you know, I think that uh, this year, of course, no exception. What is the one position you'd, you'd put right next to receiver if there is one for the bills in terms of need? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's D line for me. Um, right now it's, what do you have under contract at Oliver at defensive tackle? That's it. And on the edge, it's Rousseau. Von Miller and Kingsley Jonathan. I yep. mean, you need either a bunch of new players, or you need a bunch of new contracts, and probably a little bit of both. Especially when you think about some of the age there with Shaq Lawson, Jordan Phillips, Daquan Jones, Leonard Floyd being four of your expiring contracts, like north of 30 guys, uh, 30 years old. So I think you want to get younger and cheaper. So I'm thinking potentially this draft is, is one for the Bills where they need to go multiple picks at wide receiver and the defensive line to really fill out this roster. Is a lot of that, you know, not just that there aren't many players under contract for the Bills defensive line-wise, but really behind Oliver and Rousseau, Joe, I don't know who you can really trust. So D-line, could it be tackle or edge for you in in terms of the first couple of rounds, first day, couple of days of the draft? Yeah, I think he, I think you need both. Yeah, and it's, it, it, is, it is some of, well, you, you just need numbers, but 
you know, you need impact as well. And obviously there's a, a wild card that is Von Miller. You love the, the young pieces that you have in Oliver and Rousseau, but you know, I think we're all getting a little sick of getting to these playoff exits and looking at the defensive line and wondering where were you, uh, especially because you know it's been such a, uh, an emphasis for this brass. And, you know, it's disappointing because I felt like this season was really good for the Bills' defensive line. But then in that moment, right, they, they left everybody wanting a whole lot more. So um, still trying to thread the needle there. And, and it, it does for this year um, and moving forward, it, it's going to be new faces and new contracts. So, um, it's you're going to turn that over. And I, I think that's something that the Bills shouldn't be afraid of. Um, I think if there's one of my biggest lessons that I've learned from studying team building in the NFL and really focusing in on, on the Chiefs as, as kind of who's been the gold standard, they're not afraid of resets. They do it all the time. They reset the receiver core. They reset their offensive tackles. Reset the interior offensive line. Reset the, the entire back seven, right? Like, they do this all the time. And the Bills can't be afraid of that. And that's why, like, one of my big – themes that I'm preaching on lockdown bills and will for this entire offseason is younger and cheaper. I I'm, I'm unconcerned with North of 30 year old players uh, and bringing them back. You need to get younger, cheaper. And, and, you know, if you want to stay the the contender that you've been for longer, that's going to be a core part of it. And you can't be afraid of these resets. I think the bills have a really nice opportunity to do that with their defensive line this offseason. Joe Marino, Locked on Bills and Locked on NFL Scouting. With that being said, how do you approach safety then going into the offseason? I would want to assume when asking this that at least one of the two are gone, Hyde and Poyer, maybe it's both. Because, Joe, I feel like for for safety, you hear a lot that it's not really a premium position. There aren't many guys that go in the first round. So, you know, on one hand you might think not a – a position you want to prioritize too much, but also we've just seen how important it is when you have two all pros. So how do you look at that position as they kind of enter a new, they probably enter a new chapter here? Yeah, safety for me is is a need for the Bills. I'd say it's their third biggest need, but a distant third behind wide receiver and defensive line. And what's different for me about safety than the other two positions is that, and I know this is boring, but I just kind of trust McDermott to figure out. And the reason why is because he just has his whole entire career, whether it's Philly, Carolina, Buffalo, he's been able to find players that step in and really play at a high level. And, and, and Poyer and Hyde are certainly great examples of that. But, I mean, you think about Mike Mitchell and uh, Roman Harper, and you know, there's just guy after guy uh, for Trey Boston. There's just so many players that he's been able to to put in there and get, you know, not just sufficient level play, but above average play. And so, I think the Bills need some answers here. I think you probably want to bring some guys back uh, just to have some some stability in terms of year over year. You look at guys like Cam Lewis and, and Taylor Rapp even. you know Those are inexpensive players that I think will continue to be inexpensive players that have some experience. And, of course, Jordan Poyer, I think, has a chance to be part of this mix this year. But I don't think that you need a big-time meaningful investment here. I think whether that's you know trusting your pro scouting and, and what you've been able to find there in, in previous years or – you know. Uh, a modest draft pick, you know, you can, I think you could find an answer. You see the chiefs, they got a guy like Brian cook. What was that? Like a third or a fourth round pick winds up being a good starter for them. I think you got to be able to find that type of player for yourself um, or, you know, somewhere in the, the early to middle parts of the draft. So I recognize the need. I just don't feel like the resource allocation relative to the need is the same to me as I look at for wide receiver or the defensive line. Joe Marino, Locked on Bills and Locked on NFL Scouting. Joe, thanks as always. We'll talk in a couple of weeks probably as we get closer to the draft and enjoy the Super Bowl. All right, guys. Thanks so much. 
Joe Marino. You can subscribe to Locked On Bills wherever you get your your uh, podcasts, right through the Odyssey app. Locked On NFL Scouting as well. Getting closer. 78 days till the NFL draft. Round one specifically right. the uh, NFL Course. draft. Round one. Which you've been pointing out that you are okay with the idea of them picking a round two receiver. I have to say that, Joe. That idea makes me so uneasy. You have to say that. It does make me uneasy. But you have to. I mean, that would be... I wonder what this looks like in past years. Let, let me let me ask it a different a, okay. a different way. Very good. Would yeah. you be okay with the Bills taking the 11th receiver in this draft? It depends who it is. Because at that point, I don't even know if I care who it is. Well, you have a guy you like right now, right? Let's. Who do you? Yep. How many guys do you like right now? Early stages, probably like six, six, and that that removes. A few you know you can't get, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. you're removing Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, Roman, and Roman, Roman Dunze. Removing yeah. all three of those. Yep. The next six. So you're saying receivers four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Nine, yeah. I'm supposed to get mad about 11? Because the nine aren't the same for every team. No, right. The ninth that you like, the Bucks might not like. If your ninth is... Javon Baker, mm-hmm. and the Bills get Javon Baker in the second round. I mean, aren't you happy? So, it doesn't seem, all again, it doesn't seem all that likely they go into the second round. I'm so, I, I remain very convinced that first round will be the pick because you have to wait so long. That's what I mean. That's, that's get, what's spooking me. Is I, I know. You have to it, wait so long, and that this happened two years ago where there were a bunch of them, and they probably wanted one, and it, and it, and how many, how many were there? I mean... And the Sky di- Moore that year was the last of those second-round picks that went in front of the Bills. He was the 13th receiver off the board. Yeah. Right. By 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 your second pick, you're well past 11 receivers. There'll be seven in the first round. Right. So I don't think the Bills will want to gamble with it. I've actually got a really fun bet for better to forget it. That we're okay. going gonna to put on this bet board. By the way, it's also worth pointing out the ninth receiver last year's draft was Tank Dell. It's pretty good. Which is pretty good. It's, it's pretty yeah. good. All right. Let's get better to forget it. I've got a really fun bet about receivers and the wide receiver train for better to forget it. We'll put it on the. We're gonna put it on the bet board too. I'm gonna get you to bet me something, and it's gonna be. Yeah. My, it's, it's about to be my favorite bet on that board. That's next. Time for better to forget it. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of WGR. You got one you, you think I'm gonna take? I want to have a fun bet. Okay. Put it on this bet board. Better There's forget space. It. There's Better space to forget open. It. Brandon Bean says the phrase wide receiver train this draft season. <laughs> He's going to say it. He's not going to say it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. He's going to say it. He's not going to say it. He's going to say it. He might say it at the Combine. He might say it into a... He's going to say it. Give me those... What I'm o- writing it up there. That's right. What, what odds do I get? You get even odds. You sound like it's impossible. I'm, I want three to one just because of your reaction. I'll give you two to one. Josh... This is Give a negotiation. A I'm with you. I, I I think he's gonna say. All right, two it. and a half. Two and a half to one. But two and a half think, to one. Yeah, like, plus two fifty. Plus two fifty. Okay. It's, it's unlikely, but I do think he will say it. Like it's it's kind of like a he's gonna say it. It's a weird oxymoron. I don't think those two things can be true. I think it's unlikely, but I also think he'll he'll say it. No, he maybe thinks, they can like, be. No, like I believe that he will say. He it. thinks I an think. unlikely think thing will happen. A I general see. that's fair consensus uh, is it's unlikely. All right, plus two fifty. Yeah. All right, ten bucks. Put it on the bet board. That he'll say it. He will say wide receiver train. And none of this is not like he says the word train. No. And then like, re- re- well, I guess if he says train, what other context would he say it in? We're He's going, not going to. We're say going it. to train wide receivers. What if he says that? that when, the, in what context is he going to say it? Like after he makes the pick? No, whatever. He'll, he'll, As an explanation talking, for why he didn't pick a receiver? Be, he'll be talking a lot about, you know, positions. I know we got a lot of fans out there that are on the wide receiver train. It's a really strong class this year. I, he's going to say it. It's fun to say. Think of how many people say it. Mm-hmm. we got to get shirts. What if he, like, showed up wearing a like, conductor's hat to, well, the, to the draft room? Then it's that's plus 1,000. Plus one thousand, <laughs> plus ten thousand. He wears a full they, they, train they sh- outfit. They show us the beyond blue and red after the pick, and they make the pick, and he does the thing. He makes the yeah. ho- he makes the horn <laughs> gesture. Uh huh. He points. That's right. The right. Bills instead of like uh, the receiver, uh, Troy Franklin walks across the stage. He hugs Roger Goodell. Goodell presents him with the Bills jersey, and he turns it around. Instead of one Franklin, it says one train on the back. After the pick, Bean comes out, for, you know, to talk to the media for the, for the first time. He's going to answer questions about the pick. Sits down, just goes, "Choo choo." Walks plus, off the plus, stage. Plus, plus. If he 000. says "choo choo," I don't know if that doesn't satisfy the wide receiver train Listen, being if, set. If he just says "choo choo," I'll take a loss on the bet and a win in my heart. Mm-hmm. That might be one where I would pay it out just because it would be so <laughs> incredible. Speaking of bets on the bet board, the Super Bowl. Is live. I have the Niners and you have the Chiefs. I don't want to think about that though. That I have to root to win. I guess I there's my emotional hedge of the week. If the Chiefs win, then I get twenty. Yeah, units from you. That's right. You do. 
because you picked. You were you really uh, your your teams didn't go very far as a group. The Niners really bailed you out. It could have been over in the divisional round at Green Bay, like I had, held it together. I had Baltimore too. Oh right, right, right sorry. I had the two one seeds. Miami fell apart, and I forgot the Cowboys you had four. Lost the I was round. only I was only looking at the first three. Yeah, because Dallas and Miami went out in the wild card round. Mm. The Chiefs. I, I want to reform. Get that Bean sunglasses meme off my feed. Bean conductor's hat meme. Somebody make it happen. Let's go. Can we make it work Let's so that go. when they pick a receiver, that he arrives via train to Buffalo? I don't see why we can't. Bet it or forget it. Does the wide receiver show up on a train? Do it. He's got to. More bet it or forget it. The odds of a non-quarterback winning MVP. I've got the full boat of every prop bet you could ever ask for, include, okay. including where will Andy Reid go for takeout after the game. Come on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're getting that deep into I, it? I have that. I, I have seen at least on one of the offshore sites, that there are 400 different prop bet options on this one site. There's 45... Listen, before the Andy Reid one, 45 prop bets just on the broadcast for the Super Bowl. Hmm. Uh, you can 18 bet. on the anthem, yeah. 58 cross-sport props, 12 for the halftime show, 4 for the puppy bowl, 87 for Taylor Swift, 6 for the tailgate party, 26 for president. What does that mean? Is Biden doing like an interview before the game? Maybe. That usually happens actually, right? Will we see the Andy Reid punt pass kick video? It's a great one. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of played played out now, isn't it? Did a they still, bit. When's the last time you saw it? What will be said first? Goat or Mr. Irrelevant? Oh, Mr. Irrelevant. It's a heavy favorite. Mr. Irrelevant. Yep. Which, uh, what will Romo say first? Mahomey or Showtime? Oh. <laughs> what? Yep. Showtime? What is he? Uh, he's not going to say, well, maybe he's Romo. I guess he could say anything like that. Mahomey. He'll say Mahomey. Who will be shown first after kickoff? Andy Reid or Kyle Shanahan? That's one that's, it's a pick em. That one you get a pretty quick, uh, you get a quick payout one way or the other. Yep. Will any player be seen smoking a cigar on field post game? Plus 500, yes. Yep. Will there be a streaker on the field? An unauthorized person. Mm, but fa- no is probably favored there. If you want to know where Andy Reid is favored to go after the game, Burger King is the favorite. Really? Yes. In and out is second. Long shot, Jack in the Box. <laughs> okay. I've also got odds on the celebrations. Now, okay. I don't even know what half these are. Here's where I'm old, and you can tell me every All one right, of let's these. Let's see. Okay. Uh, the Moss Moon. Oh, that's the Randy Moss. Oh, that's Moss the Randy moon. Moss. Just yeah, the moon yeah, okay. celebration. A moonwalk, a flying bird. What's the flying bird? Is that just okay. wings? You know, you can bet someone will do the Carlton, the Carlton dance. No way. I'm gonna bet against that one heavily. Nobody know. Nobody knows that today. Will someone do the Ronaldo? That one I could see. You jump up in the air it's with, a, like, your hands in an X, and then when you land, you, like, you throw them down. There's a, that's what you say or something. Sweet, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, the Gronk spike. 
Gronk does. Does Gronk own Spikes? Spikes existed before Gronk. Well before him. Did why? Why did yeah? Why did he get credit for it? He's because he, he throws the ball to the center of the Earth's core. He throws yeah. it pretty hard. Right. Travis Kelsey at Media Day also admitted that he, in fact, did not invent the fade haircut. Uh, I was doing the fade haircut long before Travis Kelsey was. he said that because, in a piece, the New York Post referred to the haircut as the Travis Kelsey. No. He doesn't get that. That's what he said. He said, Get out of here. Please, I don't get that. I didn't invent that. Yeah, no, that was way before. Kelsey had, like, long hair, I think, early in his career, didn't he? You can bet whether or not Jason Kelsey will take his shirt off and chug a beer. Yep, easy. That's going to be minus 10,000 that he'll do that. He said, by the way, at the Pro Bowl that he's not retired to some little kid. I don't know if he was just Why would he retire? Nice. Jason Kelsey? That's where I'm at. Oh, no, I thought it was Travis. Sorry. Oh, Jason Kelsey said that. Well, Travis Kelsey could retire to just, you know, do the podcast, you know, Good. go on t- tour with his girlfriend. Why not? Doesn't hurt as much. Get hit in the head and you know in the limbs, and he had a hyperextended knee this year all the time. Walk away. Three times Super Bowl champion. What else you got to do? We got a quote here. This is a lengthy better forget it. So allow me to get all the way through it. But Chargers GM Joe Hortis, the new Chargers GM, mm-hmm. on the influence of data and analytics. Quote. It's on the field, it's off the field, it's the business side, it's the personnel side, and certainly it's the game management and playing side, sports performance. There's so many ways you can use the data to get better, and we're going to do it because it helps you improve. It helps cover your blind spots. In scouting, you can have your favorites as a player. This guy fits what I like. And you have the analytics behind you saying, yeah, I don't think that guy, you like that guy as much. You definitely use it, and it's very helpful. End quote. Better to forget it. Mike Florio claims this is a nerd that doesn't belong in football. <laughs> that Where's everybody arguing? Is, is it the Chargers GM? Where's everyone arguing about it? Where's, where, is people yelling? Who's yelling about this guy? Jim Harbaugh. Does Jim Harbaugh like that quote? Mm-hmm. We'll I don't know about Harbaugh with that stuff, though. Well, well I, one thing I saw that's funny is with this Super Bowl, you have two coaches that mm-hmm. bungle that stuff. Yeah. You've got two coaches yeah, that do. are elite play caller, designers, all that stuff. But when it comes to what should we do on this fourth down, the, good news for the, you know. Romo, com- Romo the, will be very safe in this yes, game of every- saying, you know, Jim, I think you take the points here. Yeah. Troy Aikman, Romo, they'd be happy with this game. It's unlikely you're getting a Dan Campbell performance. Meanwhile, there's a Lions player that posted about Alex Anzalone, about the Lions going for that fourth down and saying, like, it's it's still so funny that – that mm-hmm. is such a big issue because, you know, like almost two weeks later, Lions player Alex Anzalone said that, of course we wanted to do that. So we've done all year. That's us. We did what we do. I don't care what the numbers say. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it wasn't even a debate about the numbers. The Lions just did it because they felt like it. And still, it touched off this debate about nerds. That's better to forget it. Coming up, we got comeback trivia. All right. A chance to win a gift card to Acropolis. A $50 gift card. Look at this. I love this trivia question. Yeah? Yes. All right. I love this trivia question. You can... Uh... I'm on the heels of my Remy Ellie guest from yesterday, <laughs> so I'm feeling very confident. Well, comeback trivia brought, brought to you by Acropolis coming up next. You can call in, give the correct answer, win that $50 gift card. If you don't win, take this question with you to someone else. It's a great trivia question. 
Okay. Welcome to a new feature we've got for you here, which is Trivia Wednesdays Comeback Trivia. We've got to come to, uh, you know, comeback-based trivia. Be the first caller to correctly answer today's greatest sports comeback trivia at 2214WGR to win a $50 gift card to Acropolis Opa. So, here's the trivia question. DeMar Hamlin just won Comeback Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. He's the first Bills player to win Comeback Player of the Year since this Bills player who won it in his first season as a player for the Bills. And first season as a player in the NFL. Which has got to be super rare. To win it when you're effectively a rookie. Comeback player of the year for the Bills. The winner before DeMar Hamlin. Mm -hmm. Won it in his first season as a player. And Hamlin, by the way, won, what was it, the Pro Football Writers of America Comeback Player of the Year. The What are one in the NFL honors, actually? That's the one I'm going with, by the way. That Pro, one? Pro yeah. Football Writers of America. And he's a super heavy favorite to win the AP one anyway, and that is going to be, when is that, actually? Thursday night. Tomorrow night. We'll find out if he gets that one, too. Okay, good, good that you made that distinction, because this answer is not correct of the AP. Okay. This was just the Pro Football Writers version. The, the, the Hamlin one. And this Buffalo Bills player that won it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In his first season with the team. Okay. We'll wait until Josh gets the correct answer. This is a tough one. It's definitely gettable, though. I don't know the answer. I have a very... I'm not going to give it away now, but I have a very good guess that I think is right. And if it's not right, I don't know who in the world it could be otherwise. Josh, do we have a winner yet? A correct answer yet? We do. Okay. All right. Now that we have a correct answer, we can tell you who it is. All right. My, my, my guess? Yeah. Willis McGahee. Correct. Yeah. How about that? McGahee wins Comeback Player of the Year in his first year. Yeah. Because of the injury in college. Because he had a devastating knee injury. And right? missed a season. Yeah. And comes back. And what do you get? You get comeback player of the year. Wild. McGee at least had spent a year in the league not playing. Right. Which helps. Right? Like he, yeah. If he had missed his senior year of college, then got drafted, would he have won it then? You know what I mean? Good question. He had 1,100 yards and 13 touchdowns in his first season. Wow. Yeah. He had some good running backs. He did. How far did they get with that? Not too far. So that was 2004 that he won it? Yes. Okay. Pro Football Writers Association Comeback Player of the Year, Willis McGee. The AP that year gave it to Drew Brees. With the Chargers, nonetheless. 
Did he have an injury with the Chargers before he, he, his, he his injury that he, ended the career there? Yes, he had a, a really bad shoulder injury okay. that had people wondering if he was ever really going to play and be effective again. It's one of the reasons they drafted Rivers. Okay. And then Breeze did return from the injury and played well, and the Chargers had drafted Rivers okay. anyway, so then he, be, then he went on to you know the Saints. Gotcha. Good comeback to- player of the year. It's been a quarterback for five straight seasons. At least the, the I'm looking at the AP version. I know the trivia question was the Pro Football Writers version. Um, and I think Hamlin will win the AP one too. Although, did you see who the players gave it to? There was another. There's a, there's three comeback player of the year awards. There's the one players. by the Pro Football Writers of America. The there's one for the AP that'll be tomorrow. And there's one that the players vote for. Who would the players have given it to? Hmm. The players gave it to Joe Flacco. No. Tua. Good for him. The players voted for Tua. Good. As comeback player of the year. Good. As chosen by the league's players, coaches, and his executives. Which, by the way, not not I'm not gonna make this a Tua thing. Oh, here it comes. I'm not. I'm here gonna make it, it comes. a Weren't all the players and coaches wearing the number three last year after Hamlin was in the hospital, and well, then they didn't vote for him to win comeback player of the year? Maybe they made it more about football. I think they 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 obviously you yeah. know must have. All right, eight hundred three hundred five fifty. If you're on hold, stick with us. We have an open segment. Chat about the Super Bowl. Anything you've got, welcome to join us. We've got stat of the day as well. A a good look. Something. There is a flaw these two teams have in common, and I want everyone to keep it in mind as the Bills head to their offseason. I'll tell you what that is when we return. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.